This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. All I have to say is thank you for listening and please do not hesitate to join the show by hitting us up. Reach out by email. You can do that at manfuse.com or by calling, sending a text at 770-744-5227. We did have a big relationship question that came to us from a listener. I'm going to do it right now. Yeah, might as well. Okay, let's rock it out. But still, join the show, as I was saying. As we were talking. Yeah, that's right. I so was going to say holler at a baller. That's that, you too. remember that one? Yeah, of course. Holler so at a baller. So this was a scenario. This dude's name is Jack. Your son's name. Yeah. How about that? Let me tell you a little bit about my personal history. I always seemed, I haven't had a lot of girlfriends growing up, you know, a handful that I could count that I actually called my girlfriend. I've said it here. But I always seemed to be attracted to these girls that alcohol always was a kind of an issue. Not saying that they were alcoholics. Yeah. But when the consumption of alcohol happened, Mm. it would almost be like they were another person. They became a different person, yeah. Right. Well, I think we all do at a certain point. Right. But I think some of these women had severe chemical imbalances. That makes sense. You know, obviously alcohol leads to bad decision-making, blacking out. So you're attracted to some crazy-ass hoes. Yes. I like to be on my toes. Except your wife, though, obviously. Except my wife. She's an angel. Which is why you married her. Right. And not the other crazy hoes. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) So so what happened? So this kind of held a, you know, a place. I, I kind of related, and I was like, you know. So the dude writes us, hey, man, Fuse podcast. My name's Jack. I'm 36 years old. I got out of a serious relationship that was five years long about a year ago. So I took some time off. I used that to, you know, focus on myself. And as things went on, I started to get back into the dating world. I met this girl, 32, about eight months ago. Mm. Things have been amazing. Sex off the charts. Wonderful. You know, we were even talking about moving in together. So he wants to know if this was a breakupable offense, right? Yeah. This one particular night in question, she said she was going out with her friends. Now, to elaborate, her friends do consist of a couple of dudes that I have met in the course of us dating. I've been introduced yeah. to, I've hung out with a few times. Right. Um, one of them is a coworker. No one he felt threatened by. Uh-huh. And some girls, right? They were all going out. I wasn't in the mood. I decided to stay home. Well... As the night progressed, I hadn't heard from her. So we started reaching out. After no response to the text, you know, 10 became 11, 11 became midnight, Uh, midnight became one. People start getting worried. People start getting worried. And then not only worried about her safety, but also what's that bitch doing? About her hoeness. About her hoeness, right? Am I worried about her safety? Or is she being a hoe? Right, you know, and this could be a guy or a girl, but in this particular case, it is a 
female in question here. Right. So, at around 3 a.m., after unanswered texts and calls, and he says he wasn't trying to be a psycho about it, he wasn't like... He was concerned. Right. Yeah. You know, and I think in the back of your mind, you're one part concerned as a guy, but you're one part concerned about you getting played. Yeah. Okay, what is she doing? Right. Did she lose her phone? Right. You know, he didn't start texting friends or, you know, reaching yeah. out to people. He didn't call the cops. He was looking on social media to see if there were posts about their outing. Yeah. So uh, at 3 a.m., she answers the phone and she's in an Uber on her way home. Right. She admitted space. to being at her co-worker's place the entire time. They had been having drinks together and she ended up falling asleep in his bed. She said nothing happened. Between them, and they are just close friends. The next day, he tried to discuss the situation with her, and she was still really hungover and intoxicated, right? Yeah. She offered him no clarity or any clear answers. So they've been together how long? Five years? No, no, they, no. He had gotten out of a five-year. Oh. He took a year off. Oh. He was been dating this girl around eight months. Oh, yeah. Bye. When they spoke later, she reiterated that it was innocent, and he was overthinking things. Oh, the whole gaslighting deal. No. no, your feelings are invalid. What are you talking about? He said he has mixed emotions and is unsure of what to do. I think you know what to do, honestly. You're reaching out, but I think deep down, you might not want to do it. Dude, it's simple. It, But it's a shot. Dude, it's, it's heartbreaking. If you're into this girl and you're being faithful and you are, you know, treating her as yours and you've committed and and I'm not in their relationship so I don't know really how he's being but that's what it seems like he has saying to us this is a blatant disrespect to you is what I got to say because see I've never accepted alcohol I don't give a fuck you might get so drunk you black out and you don't know what happened bullshit you know what the fuck happened. You are in control. And if you drink so much to where you're not in control, that's not somebody that I need to be around. No, like, I absolutely mean, like, not. like that right there. Now, if she would have called you at 11 o'clock, explained where she was, uh, I'd be pissed. I probably could have gotten over it. She should have taken an Uber home. Look, if her story that she's telling, I mean, when I hear this story, here's the way I process it. 2% chance it's true. 2% chance you have all the facts. <laughs> yeah. 98% bullshit. Right. 98% goodbye. Well, I okay. hate to be so stark, but that's just the way that I see things. Like, now, okay, if I love the girl, if I care about the girl, listen, it's only been eight months. She's showing you something. She's showing you something. She, somebody can act a certain way for eight months. Now, okay, now let's say 2% it's true. Well, I do feel like, though, if you think about it, she called him from an Uber. She could have made, at that point, she is out of that dude's house, her coworker, if that's really where she was. Right. She could have made up any excuse. Absolutely. She could have, she didn't have to say that she fell asleep in dude's bed. Right. That's being pretty honest and setting yourself up for some lashings on one. That's right. It's telling the truth, but not the whole truth. The truth could be that all of those things are true, but there might be one little detail. And it could be about six to eight inches. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that will yeah. sure wreck your world. Yeah, no. there could be one little detail that she left out for your 
benefit. Protection. For your protection. Your feelings. Your ego's protection. For her, it's not a big deal. You know, it's all good. She's not looking to lose a relationship over it. I mean... No, just... I mean, it did happen, but she was drunk, so she's already forgiven herself. And forgotten about it because she and was And it so really tra- wasn't as good either, so, you know. Right. And she was so drunk, she threw up in his bed. Exactly. I, I mean, mean, she just fell asleep in his bed. Give me a break. So, wait. But she did come out... She could have come up with any lie. Oh, I lost my phone, we're out of the club, and yeah, yeah, yeah. I would have rather that. <laughs> I would have rather... I would have rather that. That doesn't point to her getting banged. Yeah. <laughs> I would have her ra- story points directly to her getting banged. Right. It's an anomaly that she didn't. Right. You know, I mean this it, guy must have been yeah. gay. She, yeah, or, or she's got like more steel panties. You know what I mean? Like Oh, don't worry. I was wearing my chastity drunk, belt. Passing out. She's got complete control over her pants. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So you're overthinking it. Yeah. No, I'm just leading myself down the path <laughs> of your story and how it actually fucking ends. Yeah. Why? <laughs> so I would have rather the fucking club story. Yeah. Yeah. I was at the club I with my girls all the house. night. Yeah. I haven't had my phone. I, I left lost it in, my purse. I left it in Sandra's car. Yeah, like whatever, you know. Yeah. yeah. I'm here at Sandra's house. I'll come home in the morning. Yeah, I just, I mean, yeah. Or, or I'm in an Uber. Why couldn't you have taken an Uber earlier? What were you doing? And you're just like, hey, it's not time to go. And, oh, you didn't have your phone on the 10 times I called? I've been blowing you up the whole night. 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock. Hey, hope you're having fun. What are you doing? Right. Crickets. So at 10 o'clock, you were blackout drunk. Are you okay? Crickets. Yeah, I'm okay. I'm getting bent over. Hello? <laughs> Question mark. Getting bent over the bathroom sink right now. I'll call I'm you back. done. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> the evolution yeah. of the tech. Yeah, I'm getting banged in my coworker's bed right now. I'll give you a call when I'm on the way home in the yeah. Uber. Yeah, yeah. Don't worry. He's not like you. <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, I feel bad. I feel bad for Jack. I'm but... not, and I'm, we're not making light of your situation because I've—that's heartbreaking, and it pisses me off because that type of behavior. I think it's hilarious. Well, I'm pissed for him, though. I think she took a fucking gun out of his hand. I mean, you know, I think she just saved him. Did him a favor. Yeah, she did him a, fa- a complete favor here. I mean, I'm thanking this girl. I'm taking her to lunch. What happens when you move in with her and she does this shit and you've I mean, got dude, more she, invested? Yeah, yeah, she's showing you something about her personality, about her lifestyle, about the way she operates that is unacceptable. She's showing you that at eight months. So eight months is supposed to be... Should be pretty. You should be hot and heavy at eight months. I mean, you're, that's when you're because you're c- coming up on a year. You're almost you over the honeymoon months. period, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, you're... exactly. Well, this is the end of the honeymoon period, that's right? right. Here. She's showing you something. She's so... like, all right, well, I've been good, but here I'm going to give you a taste of what's to, come. what's to come. And if you accept her, that's back, right. This will if you happen believe that again. Lie. If she knows she can tell you stories like that, and you'll just swallow it and move forward, right? This test will happen over and over, but for you. It's going to get that much more hurtful because you'll have more invested. You'll be more committed. Yeah. If you're moved in with her, you might marry her. And then what? And then what? And, and that's going to be a damage to your own self-esteem. I mean, a lot of these guys get talked into the idea that they are the father of the children. I saw this one guy the other day where he went into the doctor, had something wrong with him. And the doctor told him he's sterile. He's been sterile all his life. He's got three kids, 17, <laughs> 11, and six. <laughs> 
and they're all he, mixed. He's <laughs> like, there's no way, I'm, there's no way I'm sterile. Uh, oh, yeah. I've got three kids. The doctor's like, you've been sterile all your life. I don't know what to tell you. Uh, oh, you, you better go get another so narrative. So there's some girls out there. There's some ladies out there that do some treacherous and shit. And there's some bro. dudes out there that do treacherous shit. They can't just. I, I mean, know, but I'm not worried about them. And neither is Jack. And not at this moment. You know, but well, yeah, I mean, like, whatever. Yeah, Both some, genders do some People do shit. terrible shit. Okay, let's just say it like that, man. But like, I don't know. That's one thing I can't roll with. Yeah, I. so that, that whole alcohol thing, using that as an excuse has yeah. never worked for me. I have never been in a position. I might have done some stupid shit, you know, maybe out of not with my wife. And really, I can't say that I actually ever cheated on anybody, like maybe one. But all my relationships were pretty open when it came to that. Like I could have multiple friends, you know. Oh, I'm hanging with you tonight. I'm hanging with another girl next week. But the deal was there was no commitment there. But I've never used drugs or alcohol as an excuse for me not knowing and passing that responsibility on being intoxicated right. as my crutch. Oh, I'm sorry. I was so fucked up. You know, I didn't realize. No, bullshit. I knew exactly what I was doing. I knew exactly what I said yeah. through the whole fucking time. And, you know, the truth is, I've apologized. But I've never been a big drinker like that, so. I've apologized for things that I've said under intoxication because maybe I wouldn't have otherwise said them. Gave you some courage. But maybe I said something that if I was being considerate of the other person's feelings when I was sober, I'm naturally a pretty considerate person. I wouldn't have said it. And so I apologize if it hurt their feelings. But, you know, taking it back, I can I can say, hey, I'm sorry I was an asshole. You know what I mean? Right. But that level of disrespect to someone that you are committed to, you can't take back. Yeah, I mean, my advice to Jack would be to lose her phone number. <laughs> Giving her the satisfaction of going back and forth and back and forth is only going to feed, you know, your ability to fall back in and forgive her. You know, she thinks, she, okay, she can get away with it. She'll smooch up to you. She'll make you dinner. Maybe give you some slow head if you're lucky. But if I was you, I would just not answer my phone again. Yeah, I mean, you know, just, just move on. And I think almost like ghost her. Yeah, it sounds to me like she's trying to kind of like, like maybe she's the stronger personality. You know what I mean? Like she's trying to exhibit like force over him in this way where she's avoiding him and acting like it's okay. She's not answering his phone calls and acting like that's okay. She's not answering his text messages and acting like that's Well, this okay. is one evening. You it's not It's not an everyday thing. It's, it's not like this happens or has happened before. And this is all going on what he sent to me. But I think this was probably the worst offense yet of them being together, you know, out of eight months. And so. Well, look, dude, all I can say is that how old is Jack? Do we know that? Uh, yeah, he's uh, 36, I said. Or okay. 36, I believe. So basically, I was going to say, okay, look, you're 18 years old. You're 16 She's years 32. old. You're 22 years old. You know, this type of behavior, it's not a big deal. You're going to go off. You're going to date more people. You got a lot of years ahead of you and stuff like that. From a married man who's happy that I married the woman that I did. I can tell you that you don't want to be married to a woman like that. Yeah, so no. if you're 36 years old, that's the kind of future. I mean, if you got eight months in and you're 36, you know, engagement's coming pretty soon probably. They said they year, talked about it. Yeah. Yeah. Year and a half, they're getting engaged. Oh, you know, and her biological clock is ticking. Yeah. Year and a half, they're engaged. This whole thing goes away. He and forgets she, about it. And then it comes back like a bad rerun. 
five, six years into the marriage. She's falling asleep at coworkers' houses. Now you're 43, 44. You're home with the kids. You're home with the kids. You got your whole life invested into this. And you're going to have to eat that again. And you're going to because you did before, too. And she knows it. And she knows it. And now, I don't wish that for you, Jack. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I agree. I would bail. I would just, okay, fine. You don't want to give don't me Don't you agree, though? Like, you're a yeah. married man. Oh, I totally agree. You have three agree. children. You know, like, your relationship with the woman changes completely after years and years of I, marriage I, and kids. Right, and, oh, my God, and, yeah. And, well, and everything else. And you so have if so you much have... invested. The, the idea of divorce is, it's so much harder. You'll put oh. up with, I mean, because yeah. it's so, like the amount yeah. of work and oh. change and all it's that and, and what you're doing to the kids. But you know what? I mean, out of 12 years of me being with my wife, I have not ever not answered my phone. That's what or I'm saying. Not come home. I mean, yeah, I might have missed, you might a have call, missed some calls, but I call her I'm in an hour. Meeting. Yeah, hey, yeah. Uh, you know, whatever. If I go out, right. she'll hear from me. Right. I won't. She, there won't be three in the morning and her go like crickets. My ass is coming home, and she's never done that to me. Like because that is a level of disrespect that. I wouldn't even want the person I was with to even feel like to even, okay. Yeah. Spouses and, and couples that you might have somebody, Oh, they're going out with their friends and they might get a little jealous. Like who you with? You know? I mean, like I feel like every couple, you know, I'm not saying there's always jealousy, but you know, the, I mean, sometimes a little jealousy is healthy because it's like, oh, it matters that much, right? Yeah. You know, yeah. but not anything extreme, but just a little bit. Yeah. Like, oh, you're a little jealous? Yeah. Like, yeah, 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 it makes me feel good. Yeah, right. yada, yada. But um, Trophy, I yeah. wouldn't even want my wife to even, or the girl I was dating seriously, to even question. Yeah. Now, she might question, who are you really with? But I'm communicating with you. Yeah. I'm not disappearing and I'll be coming home when the party's over. Right. But you won't be having to blow up my phone for hours. And if my phone's dead, I'll be calling from another phone. I'm probably not going to say something like I was at my female co-worker's house. But see, that's where I do feel like she was. And I fell asleep in her bed. Mm-hmm. Imagine saying this to your wife. Honey, I'm sorry I didn't answer your last 500 calls since 10 p.m. I know it's 3 a.m. Yeah, we were at the company thing, and I just, I had too much to drink. And, and I, I passed went back, out next to what's-her-name. I went back to my co-worker's house, and I fell asleep in her bed. And now I'm in an Uber on the way home. And I wasn't answering your calls for the last five Dude, hours. Dude, your wife would cut your fucking nuts off when you Oh, got my home. God. But see what I'm saying? I wouldn't even want, but that's where there is this little sliver, though, of she didn't bold-face, I mean, right. I think it makes her a better liar. I think it's a smarter It's a calculated move. play. Absolutely. Right? Because I think she's a... going to be like, I just was yeah. honest and told you. That's right. I didn't have to tell you that. I could have yeah, lied. She told him 99% of the truth and left out the 1% that's actually the 99 Well, and also, what happened to the group that was you were going out? What happened to the girls? Yeah, you guys left together, went back to his place. Wait, but she's saying that they never even went out? She just went over there to drink? Yeah. That's a that's deep. Jack, yeah, I would run. She wants out. I, I don't know that she does, or maybe she just wants to control. She wants to be caught. She either wants to be caught or wants to control or wants to and this is this is the test this is a test for you jack really is on a mental because if you catch her she's not really interested in you either because she wants to play like this but if you accept then that gives she's her got the your, indication that she's you're got the control, kind of person she's looking for which is that she wants to have someone at home control who, who, who she can control she can go and do what she wants to do and then come home and lie to and that person knows she's lying because it's so ridiculous but they just don't say shit because hey what's their life going to be like without me you know i think that like andy frisella talks a lot about personal excellence mm. as 
the greatest form of rebellion for your ability to be controlled by the government, by a woman, by a man, by your wife, by your husband, like by, by anything. That personal excellence is the key to personal sovereignty, basically. Physical fitness, having money, being smart, you know what I'm saying? Challenging yourself. Yeah. And so I find that to be true in marriage as well. Personal excellence is the greatest form of communication that I can have with my wife about my expectations of our lives together. You know what I'm saying? Right. It also makes her respect me more, you know, and the same vice versa. When I see my wife striving for personal excellence, like with her physical fitness, for example, which she excels at. I mean, she is freaking fit as a fiddle, dude. She is strong and she's hot. And, you know, I like that. She works on it every day, no matter what, no matter she feels like it, doesn't feel like it. I mean, props to my wife for staying hot. You know what I'm saying? Good job, Jen. But, it, but you know, not that that's everything. And I wouldn't love her any less if she didn't have that ambition. But it really makes me kind of keep my game up knowing that she does have that ambition. And seeing her perform like that kind of puts a little bug in my ear like, hey, bro, you know. Look at her. Look look at her, bro. That's your wife. You need to be. Like, you need to look good right next to her. You need to embrace that personal you know, excellence. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You know and that's I mean? healthy. And it is healthy. And that's what I'm saying. Like, so you've got to express personal excellence to attract the right person. And then you have to continue to express it. And continue to act it. Because and expect it also. Because if you are making it a point to lead that way, then the person you are with, you would expect them to be putting time and effort into their personal excellence and view you the same. Yeah. That's it, Jack. You know what to do. Write us if you have any more questions or anything about that hoe. And I know what Jack should do. Ben. He should do 75 hard. Do it, Jack. There's Get her never back. for a bad time. Yeah, it's a good time. Because you know what? You might need to take another break. Yeah, and do you know it, what? dude. Just rock Focus. 70. I guarantee you, by day 32, you're not even going to be thinking about this girl. Dude. Yeah, absolutely. Because you're going to feel like a complete different animal. You're going to be a beast. And personal time. excellence yeah. is the only thing you see. That's exactly right. Eat personal excellence. Sleep personal excellence. And then guess what's going to happen? In about 45 days, who's going to be in your text message? She is. I love you. Yeah. I'm sorry. Blowing you up. Yeah, because you'll be posting your pics of your performance and your personal excellence for the world to see. Exactly. Thanks for joining see us. See on day 45, Jack. Yeah. Thanks for joining us. You can send us. Ben would love to see your, your personal pics <laughs> of your progress. Hit us up at manfuse.com. Once again, thanks for listening.